Trying to tell your story to the world? MailChimp can help for free. They have got gorgeous pre-designed email templates. You can code your own, and that sounds hard. It is not hard. I've done it because I have been a MailChimp user for many, many years, well before this podcast even existed, so I can tell you personally, it's a good service. Everything they're claiming is true. They show you how to send, when you should send, why people open an email or click delete. They'll also help you find your people. They, they have strategies, help you grow your business. It is a very cool thing. MailChimp can help you tell your story effectively and find the people who care about it more at MailChimp.com. With the beginning of the new year, many of you have resolved to take on a new challenge, like starting a business maybe, or changing careers, launching a creative project. Many listeners to this show, I think, would agree those are all things in our, in our lives. Whatever your next move might be, tackle it with Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a professional blog, an online store, Squarespace allows you to create a custom platform where you can make your latest goals into a reality. I use Squarespace, my personal Website is powered by Squarespace, and I really love it. So easy to use. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code CG to get 10% off your first purchase. That's like me, Chris Gethard. Squarespace, make your next move. Hello to all you percussion-based grammar correctors. It's beautiful anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names, no holds barred. Rather go one on one. I think it'll be more fun, and I'll get to know you, and you'll get to know me. Hey, everybody, Gethard here. Little under the weather. That's the way of the world, right? When you get to this time of year, you get a little cold. That's where I'm at. I'm a little cold. Happy to be back, though. Hope everybody had good holidays, good New Year. Feeling good. We had two weeks off from the show, and I'm glad that we're back. I'm psyched to get back in the ring. See what we can get done. And guess what? In the in the weeks that we had off, very cool thing developed. A new Facebook group, Beautiful Anonymous, the community. There's there's over a thousand people in there right now, and uh, everybody's discussing their favorite episodes and getting in like mild disagreements with each other. Because with this community, I think it's fair to say everybody's like respectful, even when they get in fights. The fights are very respectful, which is nice to see. A lot of people posting art that uh, merges my image with that of a giraffe. Not quite sure how I feel about that. But I'm very happy that that there's now a place where fans of the show can go and, and connect with each other. So if you want to be a part of it, Facebook, search for Beautiful Anonymous, the community, join on up. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun conversations happening in there. Check it out. A lot of reaction to our last episode. Our, our Appalachian friend grew up a queer and African-American in Appalachia. Many, many people saying that was my favorite episode ever. I saw a lot of that. And then also the people who didn't like it really seem to, you know, not like it. And that's fair. Not everybody, nobody likes every episode of this show. It's, it's, it's never going to happen. But did notice a lot of people saying like, oh, she should have just not been talking outside that movie theater. And it's like, well, that, that, that doesn't mean she should get attacked. If you're arguing that she deserved to be attacked, you maybe need to take a long, hard look at at, uh, at, at, at your priorities as far as hearing what that story was about. Now, this next call, very happy to bring it to you. A lot of times here at the show, we get we get you know people from diverse backgrounds telling us what it's like to grow up an outsider. We get people with political opinions. We get people who have lived through some hard times, and then every once in a while, get a really fun one, and that's when this one is. You got you got you got a high school band director who drank maybe a gallon and a half of coffee and then called me. It's a good way to kick off the new year, right there. Fun episode. Glad to be back. Hope you guys had a good time. Let's get into it. Beautiful anonymous. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. 
Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm feeling pretty good myself. I, I cannot believe what I got through. This is like phenomenal. Believe it. Believe it. This is your new reality. Uh, this is your new reality. This is bizarre because I like listen to your podcast all the time and I like call like when I know the year when I think you're going to be like tweeting I like have my phone out so that I like can call you right away. Yeah. And I like was right on top of it. Well, um, now's the moment of truth. It's all it's all finally happening. <laughs> okay, so I actually have um a really cool story. Um so I'm a teacher at sorry, I'm trying to leave my house cuz <laughs> I get no service here, so I'm cleaning my house. Yeah, what if you okay, fought? So, what if you fought so yeah. hard to get through on the phones, and then your call drops? What if that would be heartbreaking? I know. I'm fucking pissed. Oh my god. So I'm a teacher at a high school, and I um I teach band and um, piano. So, hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Okay, sorry. No, my Bluetooth is like going out of my car. Okay, so I teach band and piano at a high school. And so like right now is um, the last day before finals week. So next week all the kids have finals. But um, I'm not going to be there next week because I'm going to a, a conference in, um, in the Midwest. And I'm um, so I'm like getting ready and like have all my shit together for my subs. And, like, there's this one kid who, like, has always given me kind of a problem because he'll, like, come late to class all the time. And I'm like, okay, really? Why are you late? Like, this is five minutes. And then I started catching on to his game. And, like, recently he, I, like, was in my room doing some sub work, and then I went to the bathroom, and he was in there. I was like, what? Why are you in here? You're a boy in the girl's bathroom. And his girlfriend was like dyeing his hair in the fucking bathroom. And I was like, okay, first of all, there are no boys in the bathroom. Second of all, why are you dyeing your hair in Hold on, school? hold on. I have, I have to pause you. Hold on. What is what is that beeping? <laughs> oh, it's my, I need to put my seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to I hear this also. Also, do you have me on some sort of like Bluetooth speaker? Yes. Let yeah. me take you off. Yeah, because I can hear myself echoing back. Okay. You were getting right you were getting you were getting so into that story that you were willing to ignore a, hor yeah. a horrifically irritating series of increasingly common beeps. <laughs> I mean, it's only for a hundred beeps. Like it's fine. Only a hundred beeps, and and meanwhile you're it's being recorded. <laughs> I got to get this thing out into the laps of the world. I got people who want to listen in their ears, and you're telling me you're, I, I'm only going to subject them to a hundred irritating beeps, increasing it's, it's in like really fast beeps. frequency. It's really fast beeps. Yeah, how do you know it's exactly a hundred beeps? Really fast beeps. Oh my god, that's my job. I'm a music teacher. I know exactly how many beats there are. That's hey, my job is to count shit like that. I'm gonna let you know when you're going, Oh my god, you don't need to catch attitude with me. You're the one you're the one <laughs> causing these beeps, okay? So you don't get to you go you you, you don't you know, get to throw you, know, you don't get to throw shade in my no, direction. 
No, you asked. How many of you know? I, I know that's my job. But you have to be—you have to be aware. You had to have been aware that those, as someone who works in 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 the world of sound of audio, <laughs> you had to be aware that those beeps <laughs> not so good, not so good for this old uh, your old boy Gethard's podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Lo siento, lo siento, lo siento. So sorry. Okay, I like you. I like your energy. <laughs> oh. I like that you're into this. Thanks. I had like a shit ton of coffee today, so I'm like super amped up. Doesn't show at all. No, really? (laughs) No, it's evident. You drink a gallon of coffee. (laughs) So you got this kid. You got this kid. He's always late. You go to the bathroom, and what's going on? He's dyeing his hair. What was it? I couldn't hear over the beeps. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I ruined it. It's okay. You just cut out the first part. Cut it out. Edit it. (laughs) No. Post-production. Oh, no, no. Cool. That's not how we roll around here. This is raw. This is audio. This is the sound of 2016. Okay. Which is almost over, by the way. I know. Thank God. I know. Thank God. Holy fuck. Okay. All right. Kids always late. my mouth. I'm swirling like a sailor right now because I have to hold it in all the time. Sorry, Sally. (laughs) Sally. Sally, I am so sorry. I know that you don't appreciate people swearing. I don't. I tell kids to stop swearing all the time. Really? Like, I'm an adult. Don't swear around me. And I'm like, fucking you didn't even use that swear word right anyway. So, (laughs) idiot. Wow. You got a lot of life. (laughs) Um, Okay. So... Did you hear any of the story? Should I just do it again? I heard that there was a kid. He was always about five minutes late. You find it irritating. You went yeah. into a bathroom. You said something well, about I hair dye. I went to the bathroom yeah. to pee. So I went to the bathroom to like pee myself because it was during lunchtime. And during lunchtime, we don't let kids in the building because like our school is pretty new. So we don't want kids in there like fucking around and like getting food and stuff. So they should be outside. And so, like, I live in an area where it's, it's, it's winter, but it's really not terrible. Like, it's 50 degrees right now. So, like, they're fine. They're not going to freeze. So, I go in, and I go to pee. And, like, there's kids in there. I'm like, all right, kids, go outside. And then I look, and I was like, are you serious? And I look in the mirror, and he's, like, looking at me in the mirror. And I was like, get out. And then he scurries out. And then his girlfriend is like, miss. Miss, please, can he not get in trouble? It's my idea. I was like, no, he's in trouble. So are you. Like, I'm going to call his grandma. I'm going to email her. I'm going to write you up. I'm going to write you guys a referral. You're getting in trouble. She's like, okay. And so I'm like peeing. I'm in the bathroom cell. I'm actually peeing. And she's like, miss, please. Like, what can I do? I was like, you're making it worse. Like, shut up. I'm trying to take a piss right now. You're literally pissing me off. Like, get out. Stop. And so. And so then I, like, wrote him up, and, like, now it's a whole thing, and now he's in in-school suspension. I'm like, ha, huh, maybe don't dye your hair during school. That's what he, he was oh, in the there. She was dyeing his hair? Yeah, she, well, she was dyeing his hair. She was doing it for him. In the women's but bathroom like, during school hours. Yeah. And, weird. Yeah. What and a she goes, weird well, thing. Well, where else are we supposed to do it? I was like, like, not at school, maybe. Like, maybe don't dye your hair at school. Yeah, because that takes a long time, too, I mean, right? Right, it does. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to do it right, like, it needs to process. And, like, of course, he's doing it some ridiculous color, but still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, here's anyway. a question I have. Who has more ADD, you or the average high school student? <laughs> um, I want to say me, seriously, because, like, I get way off tangent sometimes. Like, I'll be in rehearsal with my kids, and I like to use a lot of visual imagery. Like, play this note, like... Blah, blah, blah. I can't think of one right now, of course. And then I'll be like, oh, that reminds me of a really great story of, like, one time when I was in college and we were playing this piece, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I was like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, we're, we have to do this. I don't do it a lot, but sometimes if I'm, like, really into it, 
I like go way off on a tangent and kids are like, what? You're, you're like crazy. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. But How, it's d- fun. It's fun. <laughs> did the kid's hair look cool? Um, yeah, it's actually like, it's a trendy color right now. It's purple. Yeah, a lot. So I see like a lot of people. Lavender. The, see a lot of people who have like the yeah. end, like a lot a lot of ladies who have the ends of their hair purple now, or like that red, like a kind of yeah. deep red. Right. That's yeah. cool. Red. I remember when I was in. I'm old enough to know that if you dyed your hair a non-standard color, I remember when I was in high school that meant you were going to get the shit beat out of you. That's I'm old enough for oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same. Like I'm 29, so I'm not that way far off from you. Actually, I'm gonna be 30 in like a month. Nice. So, but yeah, I, not nice. Why would you say nice? Like, Cause my thirties have ruled. My thirties have unquestionably been by far the best part of my life. Okay. You're going to okay, love so it. I have You're like one question. Yeah. Am I really, really? Yeah. I mean, my twenties were kind of shitty, but I feel like, I really feel like it's downhill from there. Nah, it's nothing for, but uphill. For me. No. The older I get, the I cooler really life so. gets, man. And I'm happier than I've ever been. And I got so much less angst. Okay. I have so much more perspective on things. I'm able to kind of That's be true. a lot more realistic about who I am, what I'm capable of. It's the best. Yeah. My 30s are the best. Your 30s I mean, are the best. Okay. My- and I, I mean, I have noticed that as I've gotten older, like, I am a lot less, I'm a lot more calm than I used to be. Like, and that's not Are a you? representation because I'm like, I'm fucking bad out of hell right now. You're like, saying, well, you're, like, <laughs> you're telling me that right now at your current age is the calmest you've ever been. I mean, not at this moment, no. <laughs> but, like, I used to be, like, super anxiety-ridden and, like, just, like, so much worse than I am now and, like, awful. But, like, now I have a lot more confidence in, like, what I'm doing and, and myself and things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it used to be bad. Yeah. So you're worried. You, you got this looming 30th birthday. You're worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a month. Yeah. Like, almost exactly a month. I'm, I'm not worried. I mean, I always like to ask people guess how old I am, and they like they don't think that I'm thirty. I'm like, oh, thanks. And a lot of people like since I teach at the high school, some of the other people who I don't see, they're like, oh, I thought you were a student, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Just I based, was like I could be eighteen. That's so nice. Just based on your voice alone, your vocal patterns. I, I, I was I was pretty surprised when you said you were a teacher at a school. You do you sound like someone. You have the you have the uh, you. I, I, just based on talking to you, I, I was surprised. You sound so young. Well, because I mean, I hang out with kids all day. Like, yeah. how could I not? Yeah. You know, pick up on some of their lingo and things, and yeah, I don't know. So they, I mean, I used to say things like that ironically, but yeah, now I I do it. So, do they like you? Or are you like? The, um, are you the cool teacher? I mean, to some of them, yeah. I would. I hope. I mean, because like being a music teacher, especially this band, uh, the kids that like my band class especially like all the kids that want to be there like that are there want to be there because it's an elective they're choosing to be there you know especially teaching marching band like that is a commitment and a half and you can't just like haphazardly be there because you're there all the time you're there at 6 30 in the morning getting your ass out on the field and marching around in the cold and you know, giving up your Saturdays for marching competitions and giving up your evenings for evening rehearsals. And it's a lot. And then, I mean, some of the other classes I teach, I teach piano and that's an elective class and some kids don't like it. Um, but it's, I don't know why they don't like it. I don't have no idea why you wouldn't, why you wouldn't like piano. It's really fun. I mean, it's not like we're playing 
difficult music. I'm like, all right, here's my cross buns, and we're going to harmonize it, and I'll play it in minor and make it sound sad. I mean, I like to do a lot of different activities with them, and, and I think it's fun. So I think that kid who caught me dying, who caught me, who I caught dying his hair probably doesn't like me, but I think it's not. I think it's because he's a shithead and I caught him being a shithead and I reprobated him for it. So I love I, mean, I can't help it. I love knowing I, cause it's, it's funny, you know, when you're a kid and you're around teachers, you think of them as these weird, like, I wouldn't say godlike figures, but they only exist in your mind as these authority figures in a school. And then you see a teacher, yeah. you, you know, you like see, see a teacher at the, at the grocery store and you're like, what? Oh, but it's, it's nice to exactly. know that, that my, uh, as an adult, it's nice to know that you just think some of them are shitheads and you're willing to phrase it like that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Hell, yeah. Like, I have so many... I mean, I feel bad saying this, but, like, I... Like, I don't... I don't know. Like, like there's a lot of teachers who, like, we all... We all know each other. And so we like, oh, you're having... I live in this area where, like, we share a lot of students between, like, there's a lot of high schools around here, so we all like, oh, you're getting this kid next year. Good luck. Mm -hmm, (laughs) That kid, you better document everything that kid says to you because they are going to, you know, they're going to make your life a living hell if you don't and all this. Just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's it's good. It's good. Um, But, yeah, kids are, kids can be super shitty. But, like, on the opposite, like, my my kids are, like, awesome. Like, the kids that are there and that want to be there, like, I live for them. They make me want to wake up in the morning. I mean, I I wouldn't wake up at five a.m. every day if it weren't for kids that love want that love making music and and love being there and and love being with each other. Like it's so great. That's cool. So do you go to yeah. you go to band camp every year? Uh huh. Bring it on. Yep. Say it. Do it. Whoa! What just yeah, happened? Go ahead and say it. I know. I what know. Just happened? I know you want to say it. <laughs> say what? What do I want to say so bad? Oh just my happened. god! You were in high school the same time I was. That fucking movie, American Pie. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring up American Pie. Why are you so oh, defensive? Really? You're I'm, so defensive about I'm American sorry. Pie. <laughs> so defensive. I literally hear it all the time. I all the time. And I'm like, this really? Is, uh... Okay, it's not the kind of band camp, but. So, wow. so our band camp is different. We just like come to school. No, no, I'm scared. Now I'm, I'm walking so on eggshells. Now I'm, so I'm walking sorry. on eggshells to even talk about band camp. Bad. I'm walking on eggshells. I'm walking through Please a fucking minefield. Bad. I'm just trying to hear about band camp. <laughs> okay, I'll play about band camp. What do you want to know? I was just going to ask if, uh, I don't know. I was just going to see what, the, well, I you, here's the thing. Because I was in marching band the last two years. And oh, you'll get this. You'll okay, appreciate- can I guess what? Can I guess what you played? Absolutely. Before. And here's some okay. factors I'll just say keep in mind is that right. I, I joined my junior year, and that's a specific type of kid, right? Oh, uh, you played percussion. What kind of percussion? You probably played bass drum. Sideline percussion. You're correct. Oh, no, wait. Oh, you meant bass you... drum like marching. No, I played sideline. Oh, you were in the pit. You were the front ensemble, and you played concert bass drum in the pit. I played concert bass drum, and one more guess. You'll love this. Timpani. No, better. No, 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 no. The triangle. No, better. Fuck. The most ridiculous <laughs> thing that you could have set up on the sideline of a marching band. Uh. <laughs> I played a motherfucking gong. Played, <laughs> I played gong and Wait, bass drum. Was it a gong or was it a tam-tam? Because there's actually a difference. You need to start talking because I need to know what a tam-tam is pronto. <laughs> Okay, so a gong is like 
A gong is a little bit... Okay. This thing was taller than me. But to be fair, I went through puberty when I was about 24. Wait, what? I said this thing was taller than me, but to be fair, I went through puberty when I was about 24 years old. Oh. <laughs> so a gong and a tam-tam is a little bit different. And, like, one of them has, like, an... I don't I mean, I have no other way to describe it than, like, one of them has, like, a outward thing that's kind of like a nipple. I mean, it's not like a nipple where, like, oh, it's a nipple, but it's just, like... And the, one of them is a little more flat. Is it the gong or the tam tam? <laughs> um, I you know I'm gonna be like I think okay I I'm afraid to like say which one it is because like there's this guy that I know. Hello. Yes, the religiously, and if I get it wrong. <laughs> oh wait, you're really breaking up on me here. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, did so, you hear what I said? You said you're scared to get it wrong, and then you broke up, and some you said some guy yeah. was gonna kill you. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. so I there's this guy who also listens to this podcast, and mm-hmm. he actually introduced it to me. Mm-hmm. And if I answer wrong, like he's gonna kill me because he plays percussion. So I like I don't want to say which one it is, but I know that there is a, there is a difference between them. But so, yeah, you, so you, you, you you're telling me you know a person who's so into gongs that he would be furious if you mixed up a <laughs> no. gong and a tam tam. No, no, no. No, not like he's not serious about gongs. He's serious about blowing me up about shit when I'm wrong. Like that's it's not it has nothing to do with anything. Like well, he'll just blow me up for being wrong about something. I'm gonna go ahead and step in on my end if he's a listener to this podcast. I'm gonna use my authority and say, dude, chill out on this one. Don't give <laughs> yeah, this lady dude, a hard time. Don't give her a hard time. Damn. So uh, I think I played gong. The thing I played, I don't remember it having a nipple. Okay. I don't was, remember it having I mean, a nipple. It really doesn't matter. It no. really doesn't matter. Like, but that's. Amazing. Did you warm it up first? I don't remember. I think I did. Yeah, you used to have to kind of like take that big, <laughs> right? You took the, because this is your, I should explain, because you said pit, you I like, said sideline. For anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, in a marching band, there will be people, here's here's what it was. And you tell me if I'm wrong. I think this fits the demographic of most marching bands. You are, I so bet you're right. on the sideline, there's a bunch of instruments that are way too big to march with. And it was me and my buddy, Paul Butch. We played percussion. He used to play saxophone. I convinced him to join sideline. I joined junior year, which, as you know, means I joined because you know this. Because of a girl, obviously. Because of a girl, very much. The only Duh. girls who talked to me were in marching band, and it worked out oh, because one of the drum captains later went on to be my girlfriend of three years. So it all worked out. I made a, oh, I made nice. a long-term bet, and it worked out. Big shout-out to Teresa. I love that you know that. The kid who joins junior year and plays the bass drum on the sideline is going after a nerdy girl. He's into it. So me, well, and, yeah. me and my buddy Butch, and okay, we can get into that, but you and everyone you're around are nerds. No, please, that has been clearly established. You're a nerd. You are. You, I mean, you used the phrase no, Tam Tam on the podcast. You're a nerd. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not admitting, I'm admitting that. Absolutely. I'm nerdy. Absolutely. And you're defensive like, about a lot of things. You're defensive about band camp. Well, you're defensive about being nerdy. You used the phrase Tam Tam. Like, you're the one who said Tam Tam. <laughs> Because, like, I've been made fun of all the time about that fucking movie because that movie came out, like, right when I was in the brink of high school. And, like, I actually went to band camp when I was in high school. And so I was like, it wasn't like that. But are you really going to – as someone who went to went to band camp for two years, are you going to deny that marching man kids are secretly some of the most fucking horny kids in high school? You guys know me. I always ask hard-hitting questions just like that. And perfect time for a cliffhanger. We have a lot of sponsors. They are the people who allow this podcast to get into your feed for free. 
They have a lot of products and services that I hope you check out. We're going to hear about them right now. I love Blue Apron. Very happy to be here telling you about it. And I say that genuinely. I, I got the Blue Apron. I wasn't sure what to expect. And guess what? I got good meals. I learned how to cook much, much more skillfully than I had ever cooked before. And me and my wife, we came together. It was it was so fun. We made time, set it aside, said, we got the Blue Apron. Let's get together. Let's cook for each other. Their research shows, Blue Apron has researched this. Families do cook nearly three times more often with Blue Apron, and I can vouch for that. It's true. I'll tell you some of the things that they got coming down the pike in January. Seared pork chops with farro and cranberry chutney. Spaghetti squash and marinara with mushrooms and garlic knots. Get out of here. Who knew you could make garlic knots at home? That's only a thing in pizza places. No more. My friend's Blue Apron has your back. Spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and furikake. I do not know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm sure it is delicious. And also keep in mind Blue Apron, really good impact on the community. They, they work with people who raise their beef humanely, seafood sourced sustainably. And, and check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. That's no joke. By going to blueapron.com slash beautiful. You're going to love it. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That is blueapron.com slash beautiful. I use it. I love it. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. I sleep on one. I love it. I've never slept better. And even my wife, my wife, she's a person, she's got high standards in life. She says she doesn't think she'll ever sleep on another type of mattress again. High praise. Mattresses can cost you over 1500 bucks, but Casper's, nah, uh uh 500 bucks for a twin size. 750 for a full, 850 queen, 950 king. And I mean, the, the, the what you are getting for that price, it's incredible to... I don't know how to explain it. It's got this springy latex, but also this, this memory foam that's very supportive. You, you, you sink into it, but you, it's also got bounce like you want from a bed. It's, it's award-winning, and that makes sense to me. An in-house team of engineers spent thousands of hours developing the Casper. It's breathable, regulates your temperature. Time Magazine, one of the best inventions, 2015. Try it 100 nights, risk-free. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up. They'll refund you. They understand the importance of sleeping on it before you commit. And they're a company that takes care of their customers. Made in America, free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com beautiful. Use the offer code beautiful. Terms and conditions do apply, but check it out right now. It's a product that I love. I'm not lying to you. Casper.com beautiful. Thank you to all the fine companies that buy ads on this show that allow me to give it to you guys for free. Super cool. Let's get back to the most energetic caller in the history of Beautiful Anonymous. Are you going to deny that marching man kids are secretly some of the most fucking horny kids in high school? Oh my god. Oh my god, yes. I would imagine disgusting. being an an instructor at band camp, I would say it's probably 15% actually teaching them music and, and marching formations and 85% just praying no one gets pregnant. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think about it when we're doing that, but at the same time, our, I guess we should we should back up because you were going to ask me about it. We don't actually go away anywhere. They just kind of come to school a week oh, early and then we go out. Sucks. Outside. Yeah. We went to a summer camp. So, it's the best. It's the best. For like, to, prepare for your, to prepare for your marching season, you guys like went away. We did. We went to a, a summer camp up in like up in the mountains in Jersey. Nice. So it was me and Butch. We nice. played the bass drum, the gong, all the ridiculous things. I think I did play a tambourine a little bit. And then the other half of Sideline <sighs> is your vibraphones, 
your glockenspiels, the things that need to be mounted, your plugged-in keyboards, and these were played by a series of very, very mousy girls, right? Correct? You got a couple bonehead dudes on your sideline, and then you got a couple quiet girls playing the the real instruments. I don't know. I hate to, I mean, I hate to generalize personalities like that, but I don't like, the thing is I haven't really interacted with a lot of people that play in like a, I think that like percussion wise, I think a lot of people that play the battery percussion are a lot more like outgoing and, um, extroverted. I would admit fully. Um, my band is really, really small. So like the girl that I have in my pit is like, she's a really sweet girl and she's like, severely autistic but she loves me to death and i taught her piano and then i was like hey you should join band she's like really can i and i was like yes and then you can play bells which is like a giant piano it's like you know the piano yeah. keys just like bigger and she's like oh my god that would be amazing i was like good i love you and she's like i love you too and then she joined band wow <laughs> so is that word for word a recount of your conversation no it's not i'm using hyperbole obviously <laughs> yeah you got more you got more I'm going to go ahead and say this. You got more energy than anyone who has ever called this show. Oh, oh thank you. And I I'm, like it. I'm really surprised because it's like, like it. 2 p.m. and I'm usually ready to crash. Okay. okay. No, you're killing it. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Some of them I really okay. enjoy getting my hands dirty, getting into some deep stuff. And then sometimes I like harassing a band director about how horny the kids are. <laughs> You know they are. You know they are. You know they're. You know. That, see, they, but you're lucky that you don't go away to a sleepover camp, or else it would be on. Yes, yes. Yeah. We did like an overnight trip once, and there wasn't any like. I mean, not that I'm, I guess I don't know now. I can't know for sure, but like there was a one. There's one kid who like threw a fit on the trip because like a girl didn't like him, and she turned him down, and so he like. Like right before we left, he put all the the heat up and all up in the room, and then like tore all the sheets off the bed. And I like went to go room checks as we were leaving, and I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" And then they're like, "Oh, he did it!" And I was like, "God damn it! All right, you're gonna sit up in the front of the bus with me for the rest of this trip. Have fun. You mm-hmm. can't have your phone." He's like, "What?" I was like, "Sorry." Mm-hmm. That sucks. Is taking the phone away the ultimate punishment in current high school life? Oh my god, yeah. Because then he can't like. Yes. Oh my God. You wouldn't even believe. I'm sure you do. You see people out in public, but I'm like, put your phone away. And especially in band, it's hard because they can hide their phones on their stands and text during rehearsal. They do that? Oh my God. I do it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I get the band that I play in. (laughs) I'm not even like, because I play in a community band and I do it. I'm like, I know your tricks because I did all of them, guys. Like, I know that you're texting. Yeah. So put your phone away. This is gold. How many instruments do you play? So, like, technically, I play all the band instruments, but, like, you need to ask me how well I play all of them because I don't play all of them well. But um, Maybe you can rank them. Rank them by proficiency, and I'll... I'll, I'll, uh, Okay. And, and yeah, just okay. just keep going until and and then I'll okay. guess at what point you're like and now it now it's now it's rudimentary. Let me guess. Okay, um, so my principal instrument is trumpet. So obviously I'm I'm the best at that. I've been playing that since I was like in sixth grade. And then I would say after that, I would say saxophone because that's pretty easy. And then I would say euphonium after that. Do you know what a euphonium is? No. It's you know it's like a baritone. Oh, baritone. You know what a baritone is. I was going to guess it's a saxophone yeah. with a nipple. No. 
was hoping. I was hoping. Um, so saxophone, like all the di- there's like all the different saxophones. So euphonium. And then, I called that a baritone horn. That was a euphonium. Yeah, baritone. Yeah, yeah. Baritone yeah. horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. and then trombone. I'm okay at trombone. I just can't remember my position, so I'm really bad at trombone. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then I'm okay at flute. And oboe and bassoon, I'm fucking dreadful because it's really hard. And clarinet, okay, I guess clarinet is better than oboe and bassoon, but like, it's really hard because the holes, like, it has open tone holes, so like, you can squeak really easily. Um, and then I guess I didn't put percussion there, but I'm not good at percussion because that's really, 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 I'm really assuming, hard. I'm assuming piccolo. I'm assuming piccolo has a place in there. Oh uh, yeah. What about the flute? Oh my god, yeah, well, piccolo, piccolo, piccolo and flute. flute. What about uh? What about the flugelhorn? I mean, Can you rock out on a flugelhorn? Well, f- well, flugelhorn is like a kind of trumpet, so yeah. Yeah. Chuck Mangione style, yeah. <laughs> Fr- French horn. Can we can we throw down on the French horn? Oh fuck, French horn! I forgot. Oh my god. Um, I would put it like maybe fourth because I played French horn in a community band for a while. It's just really hard because the partials are really close together. So, like. I feel really so. I'm like nerding out on your podcast. Hey, no, I'm like so nerdy right now. I am certain that everybody I'm about to like give you pedagogy. <laughs> everyone, everyone listening right now has can absolutely sympathize with the close partials of a French horn and how irritating that can be. Oh my be. god! I'm sure every single person no. out there is just quietly <laughs> nodding in agreement. Yet yeah, we all know that the close partials on a French horn can really fuck a person up. <laughs> combinations which is why there's seven mm-hmm. positions on on the trombone and so with each of those combinations you can play a different variety of notes in the harmonic series and like depending on like your tongue placement in air and like <laughs> what fucking time it is and like the weather outside it depends on like the 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 note that you can play so like with horn because the parses are so close together like you can push down the same fingering and get out like 30 different notes as opposed to like where the parses are closer together with trombone euphonium trumpet it's a lot easier to distinguish the difference between those different notes and so you'll have more chance of being accurate if that makes sense what about tuba what about sousaphone what about tuba and sousaphone oh my god i can't so i can't make my lips vibrate that slow like the way that my lips are built, like I have kind of like a full bottom lip. <laughs> oh, okay. wait, it cut off when you said the very uh, awkward phrase, I have a very full bottom lip. At that point, you faded out. <laughs> okay, so my bottom lip is pretty full, and then my upper lip is kind of thin, which makes really good trumpet player lips and horn lips. But like some like Badonka donk lips like would be really great for like a tuba tuba player, and I just don't have those, so what I can't say? do it. Badonka donk lips. What? <laughs> Who like, are you? Huge luscious lips. I know what you meant by it, but good God, lady, you're a teacher. We all know what I... you meant by it. Everybody knows what you meant by badonka donk lips. It's inappropriate. <laughs> Sorry. It's inappropriate. You know that's inappropriate. You don't say stuff like that to the kids, do you? But donk lips. I know. I think that's maybe like the only time I've ever said but donk Well, it, it, I gotta tell you, it was very Did inappropriate. It it's very inappropriate. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I'm really not inappropriate. That's okay. So you did marching band school. in high school. Did you do marching band in college? Yes. Oh, yeah. Can I ask, because I was in a marching band, are you one of these people who took it really seriously and yelled at other people? 
You were. Fuck no. I hate. I heard no. you pause. I heard you pause. No, I said no. I did not pause. I did. I did. I do not yell at people for marching band. I don't give a. Fu- I don't give a fuck about marching band in college. Because that wasn't. All. I mean, if you if you if you extended your marching band life from high school to college, that that's yeah. hardcore. That is hardcore. Well, I mean, my high school marching band wasn't really that big, and we really didn't do a whole lot of challenging things like. I mean, my teacher taught us our drill by rote. Like, we didn't have drill sheets to read off of. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, when I got to college, I was like, I don't know what this is. But it's really easy. It's like plotting points on a graph. So, This isn't the nerdiest yeah, shit I, I've ever talked to anybody about ever on the phone. You know, don't even tell me that you don't even understand, though. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Points, points on a graph. I mean, I've been there. It I joined like, for the girls, though, man. I joined. I, I, jo- I joined to chase tail. I guess tail. you didn't have to do it. Yeah, I wasn't marching around. You didn't around. have to do it because you're on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, the sideline was the best. They literally at band camp that I got in trouble because the percussion director showed up and I had unloaded the bass drum from its case and then I climbed inside the bass drum case and went to sleep for about four hours. What the? F- why the fuck did you do that? Because it, how hard is it to play a bass drum? You, you have to hit it about twice. And the whole performance. Actually. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, say it. Say it. No, I mean, like. Actually, it's actually, there's a lot of hidden technique to it. Actually, there's so much technique. I don't care. I was chasing a cute redhead girl. I don't care. I was chasing a curly-headed redhead who played the curly-haired redhead who played the cymbals. I don't care about how to hit a bass drum. Oh, a cymbal chick. That's so cute. Yeah, a cymbal chick. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I actually, like, I've always wanted to ask you this question because um, I remember, like, at the beginning of one of your, like, when I listened at the beginning of your podcast, um, I I remember you complaining that you were, like, not complaining, but you were, like, frustrated that you had spent so much time with what you were doing and yeah. you, and you're like, why am I not famous? Like, why am I not more famous? I don't know like if I've I said that. Shit. I think no, I think I mean, what like, I've expressed, and I've been very upfront about this. I love Beautiful Anonymous. It's it's this revelation in my life, but it is a revelation. Not one person involved in this thought it was going to be successful at all. In fact, the people at Earwolf really? were so kind to me, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll try it. Sounds like an experiment. We'll see how it goes." And then it blew up. So what I have expressed is, um, you know, I, I did in my younger, angrier days. I was like, "Why isn't stuff working for me?" As far as this podcast goes, I think I have had many a moment of like. I have worked so hard on my TV show and, and, and it remains mm-hmm. very underground and this show exploded in a, in a yeah. much more mainstream way. And that was, that was very baffling for me, but I, I do also, do when you, I, when I'm not joking you know about why? it, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Why? Yeah. You tell me why. It's because people like to talk about themselves and you're giving them that chance to do it. There you go. A platform. Well, I also, and I think, I think there is some, I think there's definitely some exhibitionism that comes into it. I also think there's oh, yeah. a, there's a lot of podcasts that we all enjoy, myself included, where famous people interview other famous people, and I think that's not fun though, because then like I don't get to do that. Nobody, no, no yeah. famous person other than you is going to interview me about shit that I have to say. Like they don't care. And I'm I am I am I am flattered that you would even call me famous because I'm on the lowest possible rung of the Aww. entertainment ladder, and I'm proud of that, and I'm happy with it, and I consider myself a very regular person. And I did want to. I, I know I know you know what it is. You know what it is. It's like I remember when I was a kid, and I'd go see bands, and I'd go see punk bands in like church basements right. and VFW halls, and it was always like, man, I'm I, I'm singing along to every song, and you always have this fantasy. Maybe they'll. Maybe they'll like see me singing along and they'll be like, dude, grab the mic and you get to sing. I always had that like nerdy little yeah. fantasy. 
And I always think like people listen to like uh, some of the big interview podcasts and they probably think about what would I say if I got a chance? And I think this podcast is about saying, fuck it, you get a chance. Exactly. Exactly. That's so great. I mean, it's not bad to want to talk about yourself. No. Get some stuff off your chest. Let us know. Yeah. Um, It feels cool when you realize people want to hear it. Well, yeah, more or less. Okay. I I don't think I actually asked the question. Um, But my question was like, why, what's the appeal of being famous? Like, do you think that like you being more recognizable means that you're more successful? Like, how do you define like your success in what you're doing and why is that important to you? Wow. Well, how pretentious do you want this answer to be? I mean, I want you to be honest. I don't want you to be pretentious. I want, and if you're, if your answer is pretentious, then so be it. And I got a feeling you're going to be the first to let me know. I got that feeling for you. Oh, totally. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'll call you out. Well, here's the thing. That's okay, though. I Don't can... be afraid. <laughs> I, I can say... Are you, are you afraid? Of... <laughs> I, I do have slight fear of you, yes. I can say... Between the fact that you're a high school teacher, which gives me instant anxiety, and the fact that you're a marching band girl... Huh? Uh, you're, you're a marching no. band girl, which was the exact type of girl that I used to pine over. That There is just some built-in teenage anxiety that you are churning to the surface. Yes. I'm so sorry. I That's really don't okay. mean that. I I really am hoping that, like, you will, like, open up to me. and like, Because I really feel like I'm, so, I'm, I'm a really good listener. I'm a really good, compassionate person, especially with, my, you know, my students. But I don't want to intimidate you. I'm just, I'm really honest about stuff. And I, That's like, nice. When it gets down to, like, you know, really being about... You know, I love to tell you something like, oh, yeah, like, let's talk about it. Let's sit in my office. And we'll talk about it. Like, cool. I'm not always like as boisterous and like loud and obnoxious as I am right now, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you definitely did just let me get a glimpse of your compassionate voice for sure. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I worked on it. I practiced it. I would Does imagine. that sound sociopathic? No, I mean, I imagine with worked up high school kids, you have to, you have to know how to snap into that mode. Totally. Um, okay, so tell me your answer. Okay, and, and I'll also say yeah. this. Let me say this too. Thank you, because I don't know. And Jack, I don't know. Do you remember any times like there's not you? You've, you went for thirty five minutes, and not too many people have ever said to me, "Wait, I want to ask you some in depth things." I don't think that's happened too often. That's very nice. That's super nice of you. Well, I wanted to ask you at the beginning, but we like got off the bat and we were talking about. I don't remember. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you, you stopped by the Seven Eleven this morning and got a double big gulp of coffee, and uh, no, things dude, went. Things... I need my own coffee. <laughs> okay, I'm making jokes here, and you keep getting mad at me. Oh, sorry, I'm not getting mad at you. I'm just curious. <laughs> you get mad. Very All right, defensive. I'll stop being a teacher right now. I'll stop being a teacher. Okay. I can tell you this. I'll tell you this. Because it's break. You're asking me about fame, my relationship to it. Mm-hmm. Um, my feelings about yeah. it and pursuing it and why it's an important thing. I will tell you this. When I was young, I did think it was an important thing. I felt like that was the mark of success as far as what I was doing. I, I loved mm-hmm. comedy. I loved doing it. I loved doing it for the sake of doing it. But, um, you know, I, I was I was part of a theater called the UCB. And when I started there, it was, it was, we were, it was, I mean, it was literally, you'd watch a show and then you'd get you'd enjoy it and you'd get up out of your seat and you'd go on stage and the people who just did that show would sit down in their seats and watch you like it was it was it was small it was nothing and it was so fun it was beautiful and then 
people started getting successful, and that was very inspiring. You see your friends show up in commercials. Mm-hmm. You see your friends getting writing gigs. You see your friends getting sitcom gigs, friends getting cast on SNL. Some of my best friends start to go. Some of my students that I taught start to go, and you start to see it. And oh, that, and that Yeah, and that's how I measured it. That's how I measured it. Those people are getting things that I'm not getting. And it felt like, man, I, I have to prove myself. I have to prove that all this time and effort was worth it. Um, but I can tell you, that very genuinely now at the age of 36, and this is part of why my 30s are so good, my friends. This is why part of my, 30, my <laughs> 30s are so good. I, uh, I, I now actually, I, 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 I do not equate fame and success, and I don't need fame, and I don't want fame. And in fact, any element of fame that I have achieved actually stresses me out. My wife will tell you that, and my shrink would tell you that. That like I, I have, it's funny being in New York. New York is the cool, I love it. Part of why I stay in New York is because so many people don't give a fuck. And a lot of times lately, mm-hmm. like the past year, since this podcast and since I was in Mike Birbiglia's new movie, those are two big things. And, and, and Broad City. Dude, that I, I, was like the bomb.com, by the way. Thanks like, so much. It was the bomb.com. Yeah. And you say, I like that you. It was. It's cool that those are the words that pass through your badonkadonk lips. I like that. That's nice. Um, <laughs> I already told you that I don't have a bomb lips. I know. Lips, I, was so. just, I was just making a joke. I was making a joke. <laughs> just doing a callback. I know. And I'm making a joke by the fact that I you were know. trying to make a joke and I'm wrecking your joke. You and me. Daddy, you it. and me. You and wrecked it. I'm not trying to make a pun here because you're a music teacher. You and me, what we got is a good rhythm. We got a good rhythm with each other. Aww. But what I like, because yeah. those things, every, you know, Broad City, everybody watched Broad City and I'm on that sometimes. Dude, I fucking love Broad City. I binged it like this weekend. That's like, nice. I hadn't seen it in... Oh my god, it was so good. I will let Abby and Alana know that you said that. They're very nice. Oh, they were students god. of mine. Those were two I, students of mine. That's how I know them. Serious? Yeah, I taught them in their improv it was classes. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my god, so, it's so it's so funny, and I love you on it so much. You're thank like, you. Hey, can you like can you like get to work? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. You're just like the, the most like. I'm just like you're so like mousy and like you gotta afraid let me, to do like. Do you want me to answer the question her. or not? Do you want me to answer the question or not? <laughs> Somebody finally asks me a question. They don't even let me answer that. That's the Gethard luck. Will I get to answer the question or will we move on? The world is wondering, but I bet they're also wondering about how they can enrich their lives with a series of fine products and services. Let's check them out. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you're planning to start a business, change careers, launch a creative project in the new year, tackle your next move with Squarespace, widely used by all kinds of people and businesses, including me personally. I use it and I like it a lot. Really easy to use. Squarespace gives you the ability to create an online platform with which you can make your latest goals into a reality. So whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, professional blog, or an online store, it's all included in your Squarespace website. Plus, Squarespace offers a unique domain experience that's fully transparent, simple to set up. You can add and arrange your own content and features with the click of a mouse, and there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. And that is a good thing, as I have found personally. But if you do have questions, you can always turn to Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer support for help, no matter how technical or trivial-seeming it might be. They're there. They'll help you. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code CG. Like my initials, Chris Gethard. CG is the offer code. You get 10% off your first purchase. That is CG for 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, make your next move. Make your next website. Get ready, brace yourselves, get ready to grab on. Here we go, back to the phone call. 
you got to let me. Do you want me to answer your question or not? Do you want me to answer the question or not? <laughs> I just want to enjoy this. This like I want to enjoy and like praise you for this really great work that you're doing. And I love oh, that movie. Like the movie was. I actually like left school early to go see that movie. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. You played hooky. That's nice. But I'll tell. So I New mean, York. So New York. Period, but... Let me answer your question. Okay. So in New York, it's cool because a lot of people are very unimpressed by everything. And that's oftentimes a very cold feeling in New York. But I'll also say there's a lot of times where I'll pass somebody on the street and they'll straight up just go like, Gethard, I like your shit. And I'm like, awesome. That's so nice of you. And uh, like, like I was on the train. I was on tr- the train the other day and uh, a, a lady went to get off the train and I was on my phone. And she just goes, hey, Chris. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I don't want to bother you. You're really good in Berbiglia's movie. I'm like, thanks. And she got off the train. I'm like, great. That's cool. I like that. That means that your, your work means something to people. It's connecting. That's cool. But then there's yeah. this other side of fame that I'm just starting to see where it gets really scary. Mm-hmm. Like I, w- I was watching a friend of mine's, I went and saw my friend's band play and I was talking with two buddies of mine that I hadn't seen in a while. And, and all of a sudden I feel someone actually grabbed me and turned me around. And it was this big guy and he was drunk and he's like, dude, I love your show. And he's in my face and he's being kind and he's telling me he likes my work, but he doesn't realize that like he physically grabbed yeah. me and spun me around and he's big and he's drunk and it's just scary. It's just intimidating. That's scary. It is. But then I can't, you know, I, I, it's, it's funny because I'm getting to a point where people recognize me and, and I realize, oh, it sucks. Being famous sucks. I don't want that. I'm glad. I'm glad that I failed as often as I did in my 20s and stopped worrying about fame because if I had gotten it, it's it's very scary. I was I was waiting for the train. I was waiting for the sixth train the other day, Lexington and Fifty Third Street, and I heard this girl, and she was very nice. And if she's listening, I'm sorry. I'm gonna throw you under the bus a little bit, um, but it, but <laughs> under I, the train, so to speak. No, I, yeah, under the tracks <laughs> of the under the tracks of the sixth train. <laughs> but I heard I heard this person from the other end of the platform go, "Oh, Chris Gathered," and I turned around. And I was like, "Oh God." And she runs up to me and real loud, she goes, "I love Broad City. Can I pitch you some ideas?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh okay." Oh. And I'm I, when I am not on the stage and not on a microphone and not a, with the cameras pointing at me, I am an intensely shy person. And she's yelling about a bunch of her I- ideas. And uh, and we got on the train and, and and the whole way from 53rd Street to Bleecker, which if you knew, know you New York, that is a uh, many stops. That's that's a mm-hmm. bunch of stops. She's yelling. She's like yelling and and she's being very nice. But there are all these people looking at me and she's like, I liked you on Broad City and this and I had this idea and they should do this and that. And it was very loud and I felt everybody looking at me and I felt everybody going, Who is this fucking guy? Why is this yeah. disrupting my compute? And I felt so stressed out and 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 awful and. And there's a certain element of it where you feel like you're in a little bit of an aquarium and people are just kind of like poking the glass, looking at you. And it doesn't feel good. So I can say the answer to why is fame Mm -hmm. important to me is I actually don't want it. Um, It it was important to me when I was young for very ego-driven external validation reasons. And now, you know whose career I would really love is, uh, you ever watch 30 Rock? Fuck, yeah, like eight times. You know, like, uh, like like Keith Powell on 30 Rock? Uh Uh-huh. Like a, yes. d- a dude who gets yeah. to be on every episode of the show and maybe have like one line, maybe a couple uh-huh. lines every other episode, but he's not the focus. I would love that. But I like making my own work and I like putting it out there and I like when people appreciate it. I don't want to discount that, but it's about the work. It has to be about the work. It has to be about the thing you make and, and what you're putting out into the world. And I get very excited putting things exactly. out into the world. I've also will say to just, again, reiterate that I don't want to be famous. I've had many times in my life where I have really wished that I didn't start doing comedy when I was 20 because I don't know how to do anything else. So I have to do this. And maybe that's Aww. maybe that a lot of people roll their eyes at it. But there's a lot of times where I wish that this Aww. wasn't what I do. And I, and I um, 
I thank God for what I get to do, and I thank God that people like it. But I don't need to be famous. It's scary. It's it's scary, and it's and it's and it's dehumanizing. And some people, I think, enjoy that and enjoy all the pats on the back. I don't. I just want to make my work. I want to go home. I want to hang out with my wife, and I wanna I want to have a good little life. I want to have a small life, and I'm not ashamed of that. Yeah, that's the answer yeah, to your question. First of all, no, it's a great answer. I mean, I feel a sort of like because I'm the same way. Like I have to be really like. When I'm at school, I'm, I feel like I'm on stage too. Like I'm performing, you know, similarly to how you are. Like, I feel like I need to be funny. I need to be engaging to get my students to do what they want. And I come home and I just want to crawl in bed. Like I don't, I'm so introverted and I don't really, I rarely do things on the weekends because it's like exhausting to do that all the time. Yeah. I I totally get what you're. I went to Disney world a few years ago with my family and, uh, my wife, my wife was getting food on one line. You know Disney World. My, my dad's getting food on another line. And my mom and I, we got our food together. So I'm sitting with my mom. And I get this 10 minutes. My mom, she's getting older. My mom is, I'm, I'm intensely close with my mom. I don't get to see my parents that much. I tour a lot. I, I have jobs that lock me down to places. I'm jealous of my brother. My brother gets to see my parents more often than I do. We're at Disney but you're World. so close to your mom, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm very, very close with her. But I don't get, actually, I don't get much one-on-one time. And I'm sitting up eating with my I mean, mom. Yeah. I mean, distance life. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not. They, they, they spend half the year in Florida now. They're far away. And the, other oh, half, no. and, they, and the other half of the year, they live in the Adirondack Mountains, four and a half hour drive. Like, I, I don't see them as much as I oh, used to. No. And, and I'm eating with my mom, and this guy comes up to me, and he's, he's very nice. And he's like, I, 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 I think I saw you on The Office, right? And I was like, yeah, I was on a couple episodes. He's like, I thought you were really good. And I'm like, that's so nice. And he's like, that's so cool. How was it? How was that show? And I was like, it's so fun. And he's like, how was it working with, with, with the guy who plays Dwight? And I'm like, oh, he was so cool. And like, he's not, he's not obnoxious like the character at all. He's just a really good actor, and he's a sweet guy. And he's like, that's great. And what was this like? And now I'm getting to a point where I'm like, oh, God, I'm with I'm with my mom. And then he's like, can I get a picture? And I, I get up and I go on the other side of the table and I take a picture and it's all so sweet and it's all so nice. But I actually, yeah. I feel so bad because I kind of, I, I kind of snapped at the guy, but all I could think was like, I just want to sit and eat a, a burger with my mom. Exactly. I just want to, I just want my, to exactly. hang out with my mom. But I can't say things like that because then the tweet goes out that I'm a dickhead, you know, like, right. so I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. want, I don't want fame. I don't That's want it. I don't want it. That's the answer. Anyway, I think these kids give I each other hand. Really, these kids give each other hand jobs back behind the timpanis, or what? God damn you! Did you say timpanis? I said timpanis. You waist high. But okay. these kids giving hand so, jobs. You know, on those bus okay, trips. You so know, on the bus trips, kids are getting hand jobs. I have to tell you something. I have to correct you grammar because I have to. <laughs> so timpanis is not actually the plural version. Timpani is the ver- is the plural version. The actual, if you're talking about one of them, it's called timpano. Are you mad? Yeah, I stood up and I walked away from the night because that was the most, <laughs> that was the most, you want it. You, I, I feared being pretentious. Earlier in this call, I <laughs> feared being pretentious and you just corrected my grammar about timpanies. And I will continue to call them timpanies. I will never say timpano. <laughs> Trying to talk about hand jobs. We're talking about grammar. I say hand job, you say timpano. Could have got a good hand job story, people, people. The ratings go through the roof. Instead, we're talking about the plural form of timpani. This show. This show. We'll probably do another. 
probably do another call after this and somebody's going to tell me the most grim shit I've ever heard in my life. Uh, you yelling at I me about timpanos. I, got... I hope they do. Me too. I like the grim calls, but I'm trying to have a fun one here and you're correcting timpano. Okay. Okay. Did anybody, did any, did any kids have a, did any kids have, let me remake my throwaway joke. Did anybody get a hand job behind an individual timpano or multiple timpani? You better? Are you happier with that? Not in the band room. You're actually answering the question now that I got the grammar right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you know, you know when you're on the bus, when you go on these overnight trips. That's not my name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids call me Miss all the time. I'm like, that's not my name. You need to call me by the right name or I'm not going to answer you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. No, kids do not love... I've, kids have not been <laughs> in sexual in the band room. That's good. That's good. That I know of. You're running tight really, ship. That's I really good. doubt it, though. But you know what? I have, like, a former student who actually, like, kind of works for me now. He, like, now comes back and, like, texts with the group. And so he's like, told me some of the shit that I don't want to know. He's like, oh, yeah, this kid fucked this kid. I was like, please don't tell me that. Whoa. Like, I don't want to know. Yeah, that's not cool. You don't need to know that. All my <laughs> jokes like, aside, you I don't need like, to know about any of that. No. Yeah, I was like, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. But yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> so I am, I'm embarking on a 13-hour road trip today. Whoa. And I want to know if you have any. So I'm, yeah, so I'm living... I'm leaving school. I'm like packing up my shit, and I'm I'm not leaving school. I'm like I'm going back to this conference in the Midwest, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I'm driving because I live in the same state where this conference is. So I'm just like I'm going to piggyback this conference, drop off my dog, go to the conference, come back home, hang out with my family. Wait, I'm you driving. live in a state it's that like you can drive 13 hour hours and still be in the state? No, 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 no. I don't live in Texas. Okay, good answer. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed no, the answer. I'm, I. <laughs> I'm um I'm driving to I'm I'm driving like I have a friend that lives like in another state and uh-huh. so it's kind of like on my way home so I'm stopping with her for a couple of days uh-huh. and then like I'm gonna continue on then from there it's my yeah. like eight hours okay home and so then, a big split so up like road trip. trip big split so, up road trip okay yeah. and what's your question about it yeah so I need some like I don't really like to listen to punk I'm sorry that's but, okay. I want to know if you have any like um, recommendations for some music or like podcasts or something, so that I can stay awake for this goddamn trip because I'm otherwise mm-hmm. gonna die. Mm-hmm. Well, you I'm don't... looking for some interesting music. I mean, I'm sure you know I'm about okay. to say the Smiths, and the Smiths are not so punk. That I, I think that they are at heart in many ways okay. a punk band, but that is really well constructed music. I think you'll also be very impressed by Johnny Marr's guitar playing because it's some of the most notoriously sort of like. Uh, subtly complex guitar playing in rock and roll. So I think you might like The Smiths. As far as what else? Okay, do you like a favorite, sure you have a favorite album, but uh, um, what's your favorite? I would start, they have a collection called Singles, which is all the singles they ever put out. That's how I started my infatuation with The Smiths. If you want to listen to an album start to finish, their classic is called The Queen is Dead, and you're not going to go wrong with that. Um, so if you get those two, your bases are covered. It's more if you're a singles person or an album person. Um, so I'd go with those. And um, if you don't like punk, what else? What else do I like? That's not. I don't know. I like a lot of the punk rock. I'm gonna listen to punk. It's oh, just not my favorite. I really like Billy Bragg. He's a little punk, but he does like a. He, he do you know him? He he has an he has an electric guitar and he just plays it by himself. All his old stuff. It's like so cool, so good. Johnny Cash. If you, I'm sure you listen to some Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is always good on a road trip when you're out in the middle of nowhere. Hearing Johnny Cash sing about the Heartland. 
a good one. As far as podcasts go, what am I listening to lately? I love Criminal with Phoebe Judge. Oh. I don't really know anything yeah. about Phoebe Judge, but just based on her podcast, I have a I have a, a big talent crush on her in that podcast. I like um Oh, Crime Town. I've been listening to Crime Town where they talk about the mafia in Providence, Rhode Island. And I really like The Art of Wrestling with my friend Colt Cabana. I don't know if you like wrestling. You might get a kick out of the podcast anyway. And, uh, yeah, those are those are some that come to mind. Those are some that come to mind. That's, that's like, that's, I'm all set. That's really great. I actually, like, I got introduced to your podcast because I was on the same road trip. And I was like, hey, friend. Um, do you have any like podcasts that you could like point me out to? Cause I am going to be on the road and I need someone to keep me awake and engaged. And he's like, yeah, you should listen to this. I was like, okay. And then I listened to like seven of them right in a row. And I was like, holy shit, this is like amazing. And then I started following you on Twitter and Instagram. And then like, I would always try and like call in. And one time I was on hold actually last week, I was on hold like right before Thanksgiving and I'm a fucking idiot. Cause they're like, hey, what's going on? I was like, oh, nothing. I'm just preparing for Thanksgiving. And they're like, okay, bye. Yeah. But not like that. He's like, okay, I'm going to talk to some other people. See if they're more interesting than you are. And I was like, of course Hold they on are. Hold on. No, Jared that. did not say, I'm going to see if anyone's more interesting than you he are. He's the nicest like, guy in the world. He's sitting right there through the glass. You're breaking, you're making him sound like a... He didn't say that. No, literally, here's how he our call... Sc- here's how our call screening so goes on this show. People call, Jared picks up. He's like, hey, how are you? People are like, good. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Like, hey, Maybe something yeah, like this or that. Sorry, don't talk- and then he's like, this person sounds like they're kind of wide awake and they have a good phone connection. And that's it. He, he asked, he says he remembers okay. he, what kind of mood, <laughs> asked what kind of I mood you're like- in. Okay, good. Because I was like, I was, I was like, I was on hold, but I guess I'm just not interesting enough to talk to. Oh. Yeah. Well, this week, whatever you said, got you right through. And now, now I'm getting yelled at about yeah. Timpano and, and um, I feel exhausted. <laughs> I feel exhausted. I feel exhausted. What's the rest? What you're not teaching? What's the rest of your life like when you're not in the band room? It seems a lot of it is band. You're, a lot of your life revolves around this, right? Well, I live really far away from my family, so like I'm trying to move. I need to get out of here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, my family's in the Midwest, and I'm not in the Midwest, and so like I have a niece who I haven't seen in like a year, and like you know, same thing for two nephews. I have a sister that is just moving back here from Japan because her husband is a Marine, and so. They're moving back. Like right now, I haven't seen him in three years. I haven't seen her in a year. So I miss my family. So I have friends here. I have like, a f- I have a few like really good friends that if I left, I would miss them. Like mm-hmm. everybody else, I'd be like, you know, it's nice knowing you. I'll see you, see you some other time. Um, I just need to get out of here. I don't feel like, I feel like the job that I have right now, like my students are great, but my school is not great. My, um, like, the area where I teach is not great. Like, in the city, it's, like, split up into a lot of different economic areas, and I teach in, like, one of the lower ones. And my band program has always struggled to grow because my feeders, like, the middle schools do not produce a lot of kids. And some of the kids that they do produce, like, are not great at, like, reading music. And so it's really mm-hmm. hard to get them to do anything. Here's a question. So, so you're talking about maybe leaving. Here's the thing, because you asked me about fame, and that 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 makes me wonder: Do you want to leave teaching? Do you want to be a famous musician? Is that a thing? Is that a thing for no. you? No. No, no, I'm not. I mean, I would, I would. My my dream job would be like I love to play, and like 
I love to play, like, when I was in high school and college, I played in, like, musicals all the time. I played in the pit orchestra. That would be so fun. Like, if, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda was like, hey, jo- hey, I would like for you to, like, come to Chicago and, like, play in the pit and just play trumpet for me. I'd be like, sweet, Lynn, I'll do that shit for you. And, like, that would be my job. Like, just play trumpet for you. Like, <laughs> That was the that was a terrible impression of of his voice, and then and then the most inappropriate response to a job offer you could possibly give. Sweet, Lynn, I'll come do that shit for you. <laughs> like he's like, hey, I heard you're like singing my record in the car, and like, yeah, I'm like, cool, I'll do that for you. <laughs> I mean, I would love to, I would love to play like in pits, or I'd love to be be like a studio musician but like in all reality i'm out of practice i couldn't do that i mean i could probably get back into shape but i'm not it would take a lot of time and i don't know that i'm disciplined enough and i don't know that i want to do that but i really love teaching like especially like today i had a really great day we had a lot of really great day of like reviewing stuff for their final exams and like we played it i made up a jeopardy game for the stuff that they have to do. And they're like, miss today was a really great day. It was really fun. And I was like, thank you. Like, have a great break. You're such a great kid. Like, you know, some days are great. And then other kid, other times, like you fucking find a kid dying his hair in the goddamn bathroom and you have to write him up. So <laughs> at least he looks good. Though. At least he looked good. Sure. I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be famous. That's not why I do music. I do music because I love it. And I like, I'm, I'm teaching because I make a difference in kids' lives. And especially where I teach now, I realize I make a huge difference in a lot of these kids' lives because they, like, don't have, like, one girl. I had to call COAFD on her because her mom, like, fucking straight up was doing coke and, like, coming to work drunk and, like, driving her and her kid, her and her brother around drunk. And she told me, and I'm like, I'm a mandated reporter, so I had to call and tell them. I was like, yeah, so I know about this and blah 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 and like she eventually she moved out of her mom's house and she's like thank you so much because like I knew that if I was if I didn't tell you like I don't know that I would have had the guts to get the ball rolling and like to move out of the house and like thank you so much and this girl like I love her so much she's like my daughter I wish I could adopt her and like she's doing really well right now but she was a shit show in high school because she would never come to school because her mom would keep her home all the time and like she's so smart and she's so talented and now she's out of her mom's grasp which is great so i mean that's why i like my job is because i can do shit like that so wow i love that we had a, a, a about 50 56 minutes of just like uh laughing and chit chat and me and you going back and forth and then and a profoundly impactful story right at the uh right with a couple minutes Aww. to go yeah it's a good reminder teachers don't always have it easy, and some of them are so ready to step up, and we all owe them a lot. Some of them, Aww. some of them, well, I, some I of them mean, are a, co- a bunch yeah. of big shots who just wanna wanna like throw their weight around. And uh, I got some memories of those ones too. But you sound like one of the good ones. Oh, thanks. I mean, there are some teachers who shouldn't be teaching; they just do it for the paycheck. And I don't know why, because it's not a great paycheck. That notorious but... teacher cash. They're just in it for that notorious teacher cash. Yeah, they're in it for I, I the mean, shrinking benefits as the unions are attacked. That's what they're in it for. Those sweet shrinking benefits. And the teacher evaluations, like it's ridiculous in the state I'm in. Like they're tying, like fifty percent of my evaluation is based on these kids' test scores, which, like in some schools, are based. Like if I teach band, like in the middle schools around here, the kids, the te- the band teachers 
um, evaluation is based on like kids' math scores. They're like, I don't teach math. Why am I being evaluated on like how well a kid did on a math test? Because it's all tied in that way. And so 50% of his evaluation is based on that. And you can't help that. You can't control that. And like part of my evaluation is if I come to school, yeah, but like you can't dock me on my evaluation if I take a sick day. Like that's part of my that's part of my salary. Yeah. So like part of it's bullshit, but I mean, 50, yeah, 58, I can't that. 58 minutes of charming and then a solid 60 seconds of rage. <laughs> gotta, I get really I'm really passionate about that. You're that passionate really about everything. Mad. I've picked up on it. You got a minute left. It is yours to do I, with what you want. Say what you want with this last minute. Well, I wanted to like encourage you and just tell you that like what you're doing is really great and I think that it's about like I always tell my kids, it's about the destination of what you're doing. It's about, you know, or it's not about destination. It's about the journey of what say. we're doing. I'm like learning all this stuff and you're, you're on the way there. You're seeing all this great stuff. You're learning all these things. You're hearing all these things. And it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And you should keep that in mind, especially for, you know, what you're doing. It's about all this stuff that you're impacting with people and this great podcast and your comedy and that great Berbiglia movie that you did. And um, it's about that. It's not about, you know, the destination at the end of what you're doing. It's about, you know, getting there. That really matters, I think. Thanks. Took me way too long to learn that, but I'm very, very lucky that I finally did. Yeah, that's so great. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing so great, and I'm I'm so glad that I was able to get on. I'm so happy. And that is that. So nice of her. Thank you. Thank you. And, and not that any of the other callers haven't flirted with this, but that I think that was the most blunt. Someone asked me a question about my life and the history of the show, and, and I certainly don't think we need to go there very often. It is about you guys, but did feel good. Felt, felt good for her to show that support at the end and, and to ask me those questions in the middle. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for asking. Seemed like a real cool lady. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank so many people up make this happen. Jared O'Connell in the booth. He, he, got, he got thrown under the bus there. That's not true. That's not another guy. He's a nice guy. It's not everything he is. The Reverend John Delore. Greta Cohn, Shell Shag with the intro music. Who asked me who the music is? You don't listen to the end. It's Shell Shag. They're the best. Want to know more about me? ChrisGeth.com. If you want to know more about my off-Broadway show produced by Judd Apatow, CareerSuicideShow.com. And hey, if you like this show, rate it, review it, subscribe on iTunes. I'm not kidding. It helps so much. We'll be back with more phone calls from you guys next week. Thanks. This has been Beautiful Anonymous. Next time on Beautiful Anonymous. We've heard so much talk these past few months about what, what immigrants bring to this country, but what happens when you are one? What, 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 what's that like? What's it like being from a family? Right now, that didn't start off in this country. Like so often, I would get people that would say, "Oh my gosh, you're like you're so much more outgoing, and like you're not very like stuck up, or you're not very like tightly wound as I thought you were." And I was like, "I've been the same person from the very beginning we've met. Like you just made that assumption about me based on like the way I look or the way I dress." So I, I don't know. So I started like, yeah, I, mean, I started coloring my hair to hopefully express to people like I'm not. <laughs> maybe what you think I am but then I'm like I'm totally catering towards that too like yeah you, I'm not who you think I am but you shouldn't be basing that off of my appearances whatsoever anyway right right that's next time on Beautiful Anonymous friends why not take a trip to Spontaneation 
where hours of listening pleasure await you. Hours made up of moments. Moments like these. Guys, maybe we should put our cards on the table here. Okay. I feel like one or two or all of us might be, and this is going to sound weird, and please don't hate me for saying this, human killing robots. Oh, what a relief. I am. Thank you so much. I am too. Oh, I am oh too. Oh my God. I killed Roberto. Oh my God. And you're going to sing a solo way hilarious. Yeah, I know. Oh, that is very ironic. Yeah, right? Is that irony? I think so. Let me listen to that one song and I'll get back to you. I can do it later. Listen to Spontaneous Nation with me, Paul F. Tompkins, on Earwolf, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.com.